Welcome to the Jersey Arts Podcast. I'm Susan Walner. Right now, I'm standing in the Hain & Company building in Newark, New Jersey. It was an upscale department store built in the early 1900s, but it closed in the 1980s and was shuttered for close to 30 years. Now, it's been newly renovated and it's spectacular. The vast two-story entrance hall has skylights running its length. Haynes is now home to the first Whole Foods in Newark, luxury apartments, and to galleries, studios, and classrooms that are part of Express Newark, an arts incubator conceived by Rutgers University Newark in collaboration with community arts leaders. The co-directors of Express Newark, Ann Chopper Englott and Victor Davson, call it a third space, where public scholarship and community engagement are opening up an exciting new chapter in the cultural history of New Jersey's largest city. Anne and Victor, thank you both for talking to me today about Express Newark. And uh, I wanted to start with you, Anne. You represent Rutgers University Newark. You are a professor of architecture and humanities in the Interdisciplinary Arts, Culture, and Media program. And I was wondering, can you give me a sense of how the university is present here in this space, Express Newark? And how is it different from what takes place on the nearby campus? The, the university is um, sort of the foundation of Express Newark in a sense that it's undergirding all of our activities here. The university was the chief chief investigator on the um, grants that we have gotten thus far from Prudential, from Bank of America, from PSENG, and from the Kresge Foundation. So the the university is very very present, but we like to downplay the role of the university because we don't want to be overpowering in terms of the community-university relationship. We really work hard to provide agency for all of the community members who are a part of Express Newark, and we value their contribution on par with the contribution of the the faculty, staff, and students that, that come from the university. So, Victor, you are also co-director of Express Newark, and you represent, at least on paper, the community. I know you're an artist. You're a founder of Al Jaira, a center for contemporary art, which is Newark's longest-lived and most respected gallery, according to the literature. (laughs) (laughs) What is your vision for how Express Newark will be a product of the community? The university was never of the community, conceptually, in its conception, it it was it was in Newark, but not of Newark, uh, and the university had different ideas about what uh, it could be and should be. There were always these sort of grandiose ideas about what this university was about, but never was it about the local residents. I think the work that Nancy is Nancy Cantor or Chancellor is championing. Is to, is to sort of lead the charge in helping us to find our purpose, which is to align with the community. And the initial impulse came from a number of faculty and staff. I would say, I would mention Nick Klein, who was the founder of Shine Portrait Studio, Ned Drew, who heads up the design consortium, and is the head of the design, the graphic design program here, right? And um, and Anandabel, 
Londa Bell, who has been, I think, for the past 10 years, the, um, the director and uh, curator-in-chief um, at the Robeson Gallery. They had projects when Nancy arrived that had been sitting, you know, for a while, and they just didn't have the resources to, to you know, operationalize them. And the thing about Nancy was that she had the vision and she had access to resources. And, and I think she's responsible for giving these ideas and these projects legs. So, so what we're seeing here is the confluence of all of those things, these ideas and her vision and her, her, her ability to marshal the resources to make this happen. And I think Shine is, is, represents the ethos of what Express Newark should be. So tell me, what is SHINE? For somebody who hasn't uh, read up on it, what is SHINE? So SHINE is a photographic portrait studio that's reimagining what a portrait studio could be for the 21st century. If you had been walking down Broad Street in Newark in the 1900s, in the early part of the century, you would have seen portrait studio after portrait studio after portrait studio many, over a hundred portrait studios on Broad Street. One of the um, portrait studios was in the Haynes department store where we are today, where Express Newark now is. And um, one of the uh, apprentices in the Port Haynes portrait studio was James Vanderzee, the great Harlem Renaissance photographer. He was getting his start as a, as a young photographer. You must remember that at that time, uh, Haynes was not a store that was accessible to the black population. Though James Van Der Zee was black, so I the way I imagine it is that all or most of the customers that came into the portrait studio were white. As we understand it, what started to happen is that people would come and ask for the, the black guy because of his photography. They liked what he did, obviously. And so James Van Der Zee, once you do the research, he's legendary in the sense that he created this incredible catalog of, of black imagery that was different from the kind of official images you saw of black people. These were black people who participated in constructing their own identity, crafting their own images. People dressed up. People put on their best, Sunday best, and they, they sat as families. They, they sat within certain kinds of settings. And so they participated in composing a sense of self, a sense of identity. So now to have Shine Portrait Studio as one of the studios in Express Newark that is open to the public, mm-hmm. is that... Exactly. Yes, so, so, so it's not only is it open to the public... But it's it's in a sense um, is named for James Van Der Zee. It's it, in a sense it's it's a it's a tribute to Van Der Zee. What is a typical use of the Shine Portrait Studio? Local photographers um, can come and sign up for time. They don't have to be professionals because there is staff that can help guide them through the process to 
show them how to use the lights and use the equipment. But professionals as well can come in and have access to technical support in realizing their own projects, whether they're commercial projects or social justice projects that they are particularly interested in. At Shine Portrait Studio, there are three um, community photographers that helped Nick realize the vision. All of the decisions that went into the planning of that space were made by a, a community of people, people both university and from Newark. So the collaborative, or as, as we say sometimes, Express Newark is a community collaboratory. The collaboratory? Collab- yes. Collaboratory. Not a, oh, collaboratory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both correct, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's tomatoes and tomatoes. Yeah. Right. Right. But that sort of ethos, that kind of, I think, value system. I think socially engaged art, artists who are involved in issues that are relevant to the community in which they work, are particularly uh, pertinent or relevant to what we do at, at Express Newark. I'm imagining that the students I've seen coming in and out of this building, what are they gaining from coming to a space like this, not a typical classroom? The students and the folks in Newark are coming into a space in Express Newark where they can, they can meet each other through the arts through um, a collaborative kind of process, a creative process, and they can come together over their, the creative goals that they each possess. Oftentimes, the art serves as kind of a bridge. It's very typical for a university researcher to go into a community and try to tell the community how to solve its problems. And one of the things that we like to do at Express Newark in this third space is value the contribution and the knowledge that the community is bringing to any interaction. So it's not the university telling the community, but often the reverse, the university listening to the community and working out a solution collaboratively. Which must take practice. Well, it does. And one of the things that I particularly like about that is, is that you know, the production of knowledge is just not limited to the university. So the production of knowledge is also happening in, 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 in the community and, and in a collaborative way. One of the things that Nancy Cantor talks about is, to, is, is removing, is not seeing things through the lens of, 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 of a deficit. When you are thinking about hierarchies, it's us. We are the bastion of knowledge and we will, you know, elevate you. Well, what we're trying to do to some extent is turn that on his head. And I have to tell you, that's not easy because how we're so predisposed, I am too, it's not just Anne, it's got nothing to do with race or gender. To, you know, we had a issue in which we went to Nancy and Nancy basically made us do check ourselves recently because, you know, we're not right because we are the people who are running the ship. Part of our job is to empower other people. Express Newark has been open for not yet a year. and We're getting there. You're getting there. What has seemed most promising about your experience so far? 
I think one of the things that, um, one of the goals that we have is to transform the narrative about Newark. You know, you, you hear about uh, a shooting that happens in Newark. You hear about a crime that happens. But you don't hear about the incredible work that's being done by artists, by politicians, by, you know, folks in the community that are working to, to better their environment. We're trying to create a platform for those stories to get told. I feel personally so empowered and liberated by just these ideas and ideals and, 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 and values because I felt for the longest time this will never happen. I mean, it's, it's a struggle. It's not, you know, it's not a cakewalk. It's, it's, you know, to create a space like Express Newark with this kind of ethos, to sustain it, to have ethical leadership, leadership that believes in the things that myself and Anne are talking about, fairness, equity, honesty. It requires trust. And just to, to finish with, if people walk in off the street, there's things to see. Yeah. Right. They can walk around and see things. You so, see it. Okay. We're, it's we're, not behind closed doors. We're excited that the Haynes and Company department store has been revived because it was shuttered for over 30 years in the center of Newark. And it had been a hub of activity and a point of pride for um, everyone who lived in Newark. Now that the Haynes department store has been reimagined at the, as this multi-purpose redevelopment with apartments and a grocery store and a pet co and of course a, a wonderful um, restaurant by Marcus Samuelson that just opened uh, community national bank and of course express Newark so, so now got, it's a hub of activity again yes absolutely it's with fantastic. the arts as part as of an this, anchor part as an of, anchor as, as an really anchor. as an anchor yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about it is that there's never a dull moment. We, know, we don't know how it will evolve, and so there's always a challenge. It's the thing that, I guess, makes, I, I can't speak for Anne, but I want to get up in the morning and come to work. Absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, it, there really isn't anything like this that we know about in the country, a place where the university has committed so completely to the community where it resides a place where anyone from Newark can step in off the street and engage in creative practice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Anne and Victor. Pleasure is ours. Yes, absolutely. Anne Shopper Englott and Victor Davson are the co-directors of Express Newark, located in the newly renovated historic Hain Building. Express Newark is open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., the current exhibition at the Robeson Gallery at Express Newark is Records of Play, the Institute of Jazz Studies at 50, featuring artifacts, documents, and sound recordings from one of the world's biggest collections of jazz history. The Newark Print Club is open to the public on Wednesday evenings, the Shine Portrait Studio by appointment, and there's much, much more to explore. Follow Express Newark on Facebook for updates on openings, artist talks, and other events. For more about all of the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Susan Wallner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.